What's up? What's good? This Mixed Up Thoughts podcast. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you're listening, before you go any further, make sure you give us a thumbs up. Make sure you share it, repost it, all that good stuff. Give us a review. If you watch us on the YouTubes, make sure you subscribe and give a like. Also, share that also. Got my, got, I am Roz Mix. Got my co-host with me, Ken Shuck and Lucky Lady with a new background my name setup. Shuck now. <laughs> my name is Ken Shuck now. <laughs> How you ladies doing tonight? How you ladies Apparently, doing? I am um, frigid. You're what? Frigid. Okay, Kim Shock, how are you? Okay. 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 That's what somebody told me today. Uh, <laughs> just random, huh? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> somebody just told you your fridge, you just ran with it, huh? That's what they told me. Okay, so once again, <laughs> welcome to the show. Oh boy, so how should we? Where should I start with the juiciest stuff first? Okay, no, let me start. Let me start with something different. Okay, I'm gonna show you this. I'm just gonna ask you. You and five other friends go out to dinner. The bill is six hundred bucks. How do you split the bill? I'm paying for what I ate, what I ordered. If what I ordered came up to one hundred and thirty-six dollars, that's how much I'm paying. If what I ordered came up to fifty-six dollars, that's what I'm paying. Ten shock. It depends on the friends. <laughs> if they're real close friends, we could just split it, you know, evenly and then, you know, just divide it evenly. But otherwise, I'm I'm with her. I'm paying for what I ate. <laughs> now, here's the thing. If we go out to eat, right? Let's say the three of us go out to eat. Mm-hmm. And the bill's 300 and we all spent like around 90 99 somebody spent 105 some person spends you know 98 then yeah we could split it evenly you I mean it's no biggie but if i spend 35 ken shock spend 150 <laughs> <laughs> we're not splitting that shit evenly i'm sorry i'm not you know i pay I, mean, I mean i i bought what i can afford for that day <laughs> and that was what i plan yeah. to spend i mean I, I mean, unless where... we were, like a lot of the people said, unless we discussed it prior to and everybody knew what was going on, then that's one thing. But if you just be like, oh, I'm ordering mimosas, I'm ordering, you know, a shrimp platter, I'm ordering this, and you know you got your damn EBT card and $25 on your debit card, then you bogus yourself for taking advantage of your friend's friendship. And that's what happens a lot of times because you know it's always one person who likes to I want this but make sure a special order put this on it you know that adds to it I want this mm-hmm. drink but I want you know they have their own specialty drink you know they want to get made and they only want Ciroc I only want top shelf you know that type of person so exactly. that's the person who always want to split evenly because they know they over they, they do too much when they go out to eat exactly exactly I'm that person but I will pay for what I order I, I'm always the person that gets the appetizer. That's that's always me. No, but, but you always not, will pay for it though. Right, you're not expecting somebody else to cover your fuckery. Like 
you know, that's a different thing. But if you sit there and you know, like, like I said, there have been times that I've gone out with people and I, I'm like, I let it be known. Like, I don't have any money. They're like, just, you know, come on, because we are doing whatever. But the way I was brought up, you know, you have to be modest, especially if you know you ain't got no coins. You have to be modest. I'm not going to sit there and order everything on the menu knowing somebody else paying for it. I mean, unless you have a penis and then you tried me and then I'm ordering everything. And then as soon as we get done, I'm like, okay, pat you on the shoulder, like, bye. I'm joking. Okay, so I am joking. I know, I know, I know. I know. We know you're joking. <laughs> but that's another thing. Like, this whole paying for dinner thing has been a, is a huge thing on Twitter. Yeah. So, like, if your boyfriend took you out and your one of your friends came along, is he obligated to pay for her too? That's another big if he discussion. if he said he was. I mean, like I said, it, it all depends on what was pre-discussed. Like I'm not because that can go into a whole nother thing that in terms of respect, like do you not respect him enough to like care about his feelings or whatever? Like and, and honestly, I know that this is gonna sound bad, but if you finessing somebody, that's one thing. But if this is your man, man, like, what type of respect you got for him that you just gonna invite somebody else and then expect him to cover them without even for you know discussing it with him first? What you think, Kensha? I see the scenario playing out like this. He invites you out. You say, okay, you call your friend on the side and say, just show up at the restaurant. He'll pay for you too. <laughs> and then she just show up and be like, oh, hey, girl. And you'd be like, hey, come on, join us. And then you expect right. him to pay at the end. That's not cool. Nope. Nope. That's all like, they, like you said, it's like they're using this man. I got a sucker, baby. I got a yeah. sucker, girl. We're going to get some free dinner. Yep. And that's what, that's what it sounds like to me. And that's when he end up leaving you and being with your friend. You can't get mad at it. <laughs> I mean, he paid. He paid for it, shit. Because the friend is always the one that orders the extra drinks and the appetizers. <laughs> no, he paid. He paid for all of that. He paid. Yeah, he paid for all of that. Just yeah. my opinion. And you gotta be careful because you know if you say, show your friends you got a good man willing to pay for you and everything, and yep. and she and she know you're not gonna do them right. Uh, she gonna slide. Yeah. You know you know you know you know you do, you know you deserve to be treated better than what she's doing. Yeah, because <laughs> yep. that's what men are do. Men Let's are be like honest. That. Let's was, be honest. If that was me, I wouldn't treat you like that. Because you know if you was with me, you know I'll treat you like a real man should. You know them type of dudes. Yeah. Oh, it's them type of girls too. And another thing I seen was like. People were saying if you invite people out for your birthday dinner, you're supposed to pay for everybody. When did that ever come into effect? I've never heard. Um, generally, when you invite people, they pay for you. They were saying if, if it's your birthday, you invite everybody to your birthday dinner. You're supposed to treat everybody. Well, that goes <laughs> with what was pre-discussed. Like, but traditionally, it is. You know, even if you do the split the bill or whatever, you know, and I think I heard somebody or saw somebody type that they said, you know, if a group of people go out, usually the birthday person, like everybody add their portion evenly to their bill, too, so that the birthday person don't have to pay. But I don't know. I know, like like Kenshaw said, in terms of depending on what type of friends we are, like I have a friend when I was in Georgia, we all went out. And when I say the bill came up to like $1,200, like, but they do extra shit. Like they extra, extra or whatever. <laughs> but 
we all pay for our own stuff, but then we pay for her stuff. And when I say that, she came to like $400 for just her by herself. But that's what was discussed before. Like we ordered her a bottle and, you know, appetizer. She ate all of that, whatever. But it was pre-discussed. Like we all going to cover her bill before we even got to the restaurant. So she knew y'all was going to cover the bill and then she went extra with it. No, but she does that too. Like when she have parties, like she go all out. Like it's not like she a leech or whatever. Cause she, you know, she extra. So it's not just her being extra to receive stuff. She real extra. Like she invite everybody to uh, brunch and everybody got a bottle of liquor with a picture on it. Like she, you know, she do <laughs> stuff like that. So, you know. I don't know. I don't know because I didn't have went out for my birthday and invited people to come out for my you know birthday brunch and you know I didn't expect nobody to pay for me. It's happened not before, it. but I don't expect nobody to cover me. And I'm damn if, if damn show not to go pay for everybody else on my birthday. Right. <laughs> I don't know. My um, we had a discussion about and she probably watching, but um, so I have a friend, a different friend, and she planning something for her birthday or whatever and she's like you know this is what's going on or whatever and everything is pre-discussed like what the itinerary is what is you know um what you need to bring if you need to bring your own incidentals all of that stuff is being um discussed prior to so whatever she's planning if you can't afford it don't come or come and just explain what activities you're going to take you know what activities you're going to partake in because this is what the itinerary is so basically you just had some balling friends in atlanta <laughs> apparently because <laughs> i definitely wasn't balling but them hoes was about their money so well yeah. atlanta is a sort of a black capital where you know a lot of black people are very successful down there mm -hmm. so it's understood you know but you know, when looking at Twitter, everybody acts like they make six figures a year when it's you know, no one so I make they two don't. figures a year. Shit, I need some help. <laughs> you just make two figures a year, you'd be homeless. What you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you'd be in a box somewhere, <laughs> right? Well, my apartment about a box, so whatever. But you still have an apartment though. I mean, yeah. if you was making two, it's not cardboard, but it's a box, but it's oh, not a cardboard man. box. I'm pretty sure your apartment is not you. You always thought your apartment is not that bad. You know, it is small. It is small. But this is a college town, so what do you expect? Like you have to pay for it. Well, cost of living here is outrageous for yes, what you're getting. Yes, because <laughs> you're not really getting nothing at all. Because the restaurants here are average at best. There's no. But there's some. There's some some decent places like but they're not like they're off the beaten path like they're you have to go looking for them like if you don't know you won't know see that's the thing i don't like about this town people are so secretive about their restaurants you want to stay in business tell people let people know yo but i got they, this here <laughs> come get it like they, they so don't want to have to wait in line <laughs> yeah but because they I mean, invited too many people exactly i mean but <laughs> Still, that's not that's a good that means your business goes it's gonna stay open. I'm but they stay open though. 
the owners don't even own it's hard to get black owners to oh well promote yeah their business it's like yo yeah. but that's why a lot of them fail i mean they'll post a picture like yo where's that at where can i get that send me a dm i'll let you know what it's <laughs> a drug deal just what is going on i want i just want to order a burger you know what i'm saying yeah you, you posted something to look good i want to get it you should right. let everybody know. Post it in the comments. Yo, I'm here. This is my hours. This is what we got. This is how much this costs. Come get it. Mm-hmm. But now it's like always, oh, you know, DM me. I'll let you know. You know, DM me. I'm like, dog, what, what's going on? sucky when we get done. Or- <laughs> Are you trying to holler? I mean, what's going on? I just want some food. You you, you, know, you being secretive. I, it's not that serious. I mean, I don't know. Um, it's it's a weird city for that because, you know, I made the, I made that group so people could promote and it's like mm. pulling teeth to people to promote you know if i had a, a if i had a restaurant mm-hmm. i would be posting pictures every day my hours like, prices yeah, like, look this is what we got this is what we got on going on today come get it for them it's like yo who is the guy who has the food truck he posts pictures every day like this is what the special is this is whatever that's well, what yeah, he's supposed he, to do as but he said hit the DM too, so. Huh, what do you say? Um, I said he say hit the DM too, but I think it's just like <laughs> actual order, like to not like, because the, the the food truck is usually posted like where they're gonna be posted up at, but. Yeah, but if you just post a if you just post a picture and don't give much information. Yeah, it makes people wanna wanna find out. Right, I mean, but you just can't yeah. say hit me the DM like no, <laughs> no, hit we're right here. DM. Tell me. <laughs> But then everybody else gonna know. That's the whole point. You, you want people to your business, don't you? <laughs> then everybody else gonna know. You That's, is exclusive. It's not though. You'll be exclusive <laughs> in foreclosure. <Bro>. <laughs> Maybe they don't know how to plan for the extra in- influx of people. Right. Because if you have more people coming in, that means you have to buy more supplies. Yep. So maybe they don't know how to balance buying enough supplies for the growing number of patrons that they're going to get maybe that's so they only serve 25 people or they only serve 30 people and then after that it's like that's it for today okay well then put limited limited you know the the okay look at mickey's dairy bar it's the best breakfast in madison i don't care what nobody say you can't tell me different better than parkway Yes, they're open from six to like noon or one or one o'clock. They only take cash, and it'd be packed. That's like, yeah, it'd be packed, and you get more food than what you go. You go. I'd like to. I like to take people there who've never been there so they can see the sizes of what they're getting. Like, um, I took Ashley, and she was like, "I want to get." The, the breakfast uh, scrambler and I want to get pancakes. I was like, wait a minute. Pick one or the other. She's like, no, I want both. I'm hungry. I was like, okay. So she got the scrambler that comes in the container. It's the whole container is full of food. Oh, that's what I need. Where is this at again? Mickey's Dairy Bar. It's across the street from Camp Randall. Yeah. We and then you have, and then you get the pancakes. The pancakes is as big as the container also. Hmm. And she got two of those. I'm like, yeah, I tried to warn you. You got a lot of but food. there's here. always like leftovers, so... I, I like leftovers. I like leftovers too, but leftover pancakes. You, yeah, leftover <laughs> no, pancakes. You, I will do leftover pancakes. Like, 
I don't warm up the pancake. I just warm up the syrup and the butter and then put it on there and it's like, so it's not like, you know. But if you put a, a pancake in the air fryer, like that works. It's just to warm it up, but it's not like gooey or whatever, like from a microwave. Not that I've ever done that, I'm saying. I usually, like I said, I warm up the butter and the, the syrup and, you know, put it on the pancake. It averages it out. I'll take your word for it. I'm <laughs> just <saying. laughs> it makes it warm, but you don't have to put, you know, who want a pancake in the microwave? But I mean, when you go to McDonald's, you get a pancake in the microwave anyway, so. That's why I haven't been to McDonald's and yeah, well, I might get Charlie a Happy Meal, and that's about it. Right. So I don't do anything more than that. I, might, you know, I am addicted to them chicken nuggets, and I know they're not all the way chicken nuggets, but I just love them. So I always eat them. Just Google how they're made, and you'll. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do it'll that. It'll help with your addiction. Just Google how it was made, and it'll help your addiction. It won't. But I don't eat pancakes, so I only eat waffles. I like waffles. Belgian waffles are delicious. <laughs> Is there a place you get chicken and waffles in town? Little decent chicken and waffles? Not that I know. Yes, it probably is. Like you said, they you know. They want you to hit them in the DM. <laughs> hit me in the DMs. I let you know where you get my chicken and waffles. Like no, just tell me. <laughs> like I don't know. Speaking of things that don't make sense. Okay. <laughs> okay. A new American opera, Emmett Till. Why? <sighs> I saw this and I was like, yo, this can't be real. Like, and you, you see they waited right after Black History Month to put something out like this because they knew better. They knew better. They knew better than do that at least. And so you dig deeper into this. Here's the here's the writer. <laughs> Is that the Cole. one that accused him? Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's, I'm, she, I'm sorry. That was not right. I apologize. That was not right. Claire is a playwright. Was I supposed to say Laprius? What's that? What's that? What's that? She's an activist. Liberist. A liberist. An activist convinced that together we can have it in, in our power to create a just and safe world. So you try to think, okay, everybody knows. Okay. So we're going to say, um, what is that word that people love to throw around? She's a a, a white savior. <laughs> Pretty much. So if you don't know the basic story of Emmett Till, he was born in Chicago. And one summer he went down to Mississippi to visit his family. And a white woman accused him of whistling or trying to, you know, flirt, be flirtatious toward her. And so she told her Jim Bob and Billy Bob and all them, hey, fuck it. Let's just, let's just tell her what it was. I mean, we're, we're there now. And they went and we went and found young Emmett Till, young Emmett Till. 14. Kid. Was it 14? Yeah, teenager. And beat him to death. I mean, literally beat him to death and left him by the river. And that was that led to a lot of things happening. A lot of things changed. A lot of things started to change after that. But here you have this woman writing this story, and you think that the story is going to cover the Emmett Till story, but no. Here's what the story is about. The story is approached through the lens of Roanne Taylor, 
a young white woman who teaches high school science in Drew, Mississippi. Roanne is against Jim Carlos, of course, because she lives in Mississippi. <laughs> Segregation and racial equality that she sees around her, but remains silent. Of course, you always remain silent when you're against stuff. Yeah. She is uh, she is the opera's only fictional character and represents the mark that Martin Luther King Jr. called the ultimate tragedy, the signs of good people. <laughs> Featuring both a black chorus and a white chorus, of course, because you know you get... <laughs> gotta have balance. Oh, gotta, this... gotta, gotta have balance. Emmett Till reads the horrific, horrific murder of, of Till with Mammy Till's Mobley's transformation from private citizen to activist. Uncle Moose Wright's bold decision to break the Delta Code and testify at the trial and Ryan's Taylor through the toward a sense of responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> so basically she's turning the image <laughs> the story Emmett Till all about her. About a white woman. Uh, about a white woman. <laughs> Sounds Yo. about white woman. <laughs> Who Who said that was a good idea? It's 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 bad when you see it, but when you actually read it out loud, like who said like yo? I'm I'm pretty sure she was writing it's like yo, this this story's gonna change the world. I'm gonna I'm, they're gonna hear my side of Emmett Till making it all about me, a white woman that's not even real. But wait a minute. Given the way they're rewriting history and the way they're taking books off the shelf, this may become the history. That is remembered about Emmett Till, and it's fictional. Yep, it's super fictional, and it's yeah. fact that she's making it. It's disrespectful. Is what it's it very is. disrespectful. It shouldn't happen. They just, black people should shut this show down. <laughs> where's it going to be at? Hold on, let me see where it's going to be at. Just show up and show out, like they should just. <laughs> Run through the doors and shut it down, and just do like. And it's playing out in New, in New York City, of course, at John Jay College. So this should be shut down. It should be John Jay is that that is um they have a, a a high student population that's black, don't they? John Jay. I don't really know. Um. And somebody said, this sounds like a good idea. They shouldn't pick it. They should just shut it down. We need to stop, <laughs> stop playing nice. Don't play nice about this. Don't stay outside with signs and march back and forth. Nah, shut it down. Rush the doors and shut it down and disturb this whole show and make sure- Are you inciting violence, sir? I didn't incite any violence. I didn't say hit or punch anybody. I said, rush the doors and shut it down. Because I'm pretty sure if we were putting on a Mm-hmm. Let me see. Let me take a somebody. Mm-hmm. I play about Trump through the eyes of a black man who, you know what I'm saying? They, <laughs> they would shut it down. They would show up in masses to shut it down. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's... Please, can I be the one to write that? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, you know, the, the, the level of caucasity that happens in America is not anything that is new and it's not anything that is uh, what is the word I'm looking for? It's nothing that I don't know. I don't even know the word I'm looking for. Um, I have an unpopular opinion. 
because I think people, white people do things like this because they think they are trying to help or they're trying to make amends when don't tell our stories. Exactly. Don't tell our stories. Let us tell our stories and let us tell them the way they happen. And honestly, and just sit back and accept that your ancestors were some jerks. Or learn something. uh, Well, yeah, they would learn that their ancestors were jerks, but you don't (laughs) have to be continuing on forward. Stop trying to change the narrative or, or alter the narrative to be so it was not that bad. It was that bad. Just let it, it be that, that bad. bad and don't do better going forward. Yeah. And that's the whole thing about the um what's this just that shit race critical race theory. Oh. That they don't want they don't want little white kids to feel bad what their ancestors did. <laughs> But they should, so they don't repeat their mistakes. Bingo. Bingo. Well, that's not part of the fact that they want they want to continue this. I don't know. It doesn't benefit anybody in the in the in the in the long run, like and it irritates or the end time. And it irritates my soul. I think it was like Candace Owens' brother or something was preaching about being anti-critical race theory when he couldn't explain what it was and Oh my God, he was making the white people so happy. <laughs> like, yes, listen to him. He's a good guy. He's one of the good ones, you know, that type of whole person. Uh-huh. That is one of the worst statements when they say, Oh, you got you one of the good ones, or that's one of the good ones, or she's one of the good. What 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 is that supposed to mean? Or my all-time favorite is when you're talking and they ask you, What school did you go to? And they say you're so articulate. You speak so well. They used to say that about Colin Powell all the time. I'm like, he's a four-star general. What did you expect him to sound like? We're going to bounce today. College-educated man. What did you expect him to speak like? But, yeah. You don't act like the other ones. But I, I, I made a, a, a discovery in navigating language when they were when racist america refers to hispanic latino people they call them vermin or or you know they call us animals so we're a step above that but the indigenous people are a step above us because they call them savages they at least acknowledge that they are human beings not that any of it is acceptable but listen to the different degrees of how they rank people. And I think they did it from the top down. They called them savages because they were the first people they encountered. They referred to us as animals because that's what they treated us like. We were chattel. And they call Latino and Hispanic people vermin because they feel like they're infesting their nation. So just racist, racist, racist. On racist. Like, but just just tell the history the way it happened. Exactly. Just, just, it's gonna be uncomfortable. Yeah. Just, you just gotta deal with it because it happened. That's the way it happened. Just let it. Tell the story the way it happened, and just deal with that. 
No, they don't want to hurt people's feelings. Little white kids' feelings. Right. Say it right. <laughs> it makes no they sense. They don't care it about makes... everybody's feelings. Just it, it makes no sense. And people, most people can't even tell you what it is. I've heard like five different definitions of it. Because it's not it's the not person real. who actually right. The person who actually um, what is the word I'm looking for? The person that actually coined the phrase studied coined the phrase studied you know race theory and all of that whatever like that person even it's it's not a, a curriculum it's not a, a it's a theory like you know so in terms of like um teaching a theory but it, it's not something in particular like it's a it's a mind it's a what is it a state of mind or a thought process you know it's it it's not something I don't want to say something that's tangible because that's not the word I'm looking for, but it's not a particular curriculum, I guess, basically to say. It is, but it's graduate level curriculum. It's not taught at the, the elementary, Grade middle, school. high school or collegiate level. It's taught at the graduate level and it's, it's in relation to how race, um, how racism is built into all of our systems, the police system, the school system, the, the uh, welfare system. It's, it's how racism runs. That, that's what the theory is, how racism is integrated into all of those different things. It's not taught at any level. And it's, a, it's an elective course. You don't have to take it. You can if you want to, but you don't have to. But so what are they all up in arms about? It's not like elementary school students are getting this curriculum. They couldn't understand it if they wanted to. They but don't they, even understand it. But that was just, I I believe that that was just a, a way to do the things that they're doing now in terms of trying to ban books, trying to uh, take certain things out of the actual school curriculum or whatever. And that was just a stepping stone or a pre you know a precursor to be able to trickle it down to exactly this right. stuff they they had to get the people that vote for them riled up mm -hmm. and the people that vote for them don't know what critical race theory is mm -hmm. the ones that are trying to sell it to them really don't know what it is what it is either <laughs> but they're like they they put the two theories together they put critical race theory and racism together and it was like we don't want white kids to feel bad because you know stuff that that may or may not have happened what do you mean may we, or may not have happened exactly we know it happened like <laughs> my dad's 89 years old he can tell me what happened he was there <laughs> yeah. so but they had to get them riled up about mm -hmm. critical and race the theory to, to to get a hold of what they want to pull out of the the curriculum at yeah. the level that they're saying this occurs at at all the levels elementary uh, uh grammar school middle high school all of that but now they're talking about arresting librarians at public public libraries i'm like have you lost all of your mind <laughs> so that so that's my thing in terms of like to piggyback off that or to segue into like at what point and it's been thrown around, but I'm, in my honest opinion, I think at a certain point, it really is like racism, like the the deep ingrained, like 
it should be classified as a mental illness. Yeah, because the lot is crazy. Like you go back and look at some of the racist stuff that's happened. Like, mm-hmm. like some of the things is like it's just madness. Like people didn't want to swim in the same beach. Like it's the whole ocean. Yeah, my blackness is not going to get you through the through the ocean. They're like it don't rub off. <laughs> like at what, all. Is, what is the problem? But not if classified as a mental illness, that implies that there is a cure for it. I don't believe there is. I believe that if you have, if you are a racist, like pedophilia, there's no cure. And that's not. It's it's mentioned in the the what is it DSM five, but it's not classified as a mental illness. It's a crime. <laughs> Racism but I mean, be a crime. I think in some places it is, but yeah. But no, I mean, in terms of like you have this, you have this. Um, it's well, maybe it should be a phobia or something. I don't know. Like it is. Uh, what is the definition of a phobia? It is the un uh, abnormal I, or unrational fear. Thank you. That's what I was about to say. But it won't come But no, but that that is the definition of a phobia. So it's like you have these thoughts that they are not based in any rational thought. The majority, like I won't say the majority of the time, because nine times out of ten, like even people who say, Well, this happened to me, you know, and this is the people or persons that did it. So I have, you know. I just blanket everybody, but then that would be the same person that would turn around and say, you know, if the people who did all of these atrocious things in history, they don't have anything to do with me. So why am I being blamed for stuff that was done by my, even by my ancestors? Like those people are not me, so I shouldn't be blamed for that. But then they will turn right around in the same breath and blame all of one demographic for something that maybe one person did to them. It's It's because they're afraid of the others. This is, in my opinion, this is solely my opinion. Oh, here we go. (laughs) These are, this is a group of people that because they have done so much shady stuff Mm -hmm. that they're constantly looking over their shoulders, Mm -hmm. worried that the people they did this shady stuff to are going to come back and do it to them when that is not what the situation is at all. As far as I know, black people would just like white people to just either leave us alone or treat us fairly. Or both treat us fairly and leave us alone. (laughs) But um, that's their own paranoia. So they are projecting upon other people their own paranoia because they know what they are capable of and they assume that others are capable of the same thing. I've said that for years. So, I mean, how do you, how do you, you can't fix that. You can't fix that because they broke it themselves. They know what they would do to you. They know what they would say to you. You know, how can you look at another human being and say, you are less than me. You, you are not equal to me as a human being. Even though Um, if you need a heart and I got one to give you, they will put it in you. But there are people that will refuse that organ and die rather than take it. So so is that that not like some type of mental defect? 
No, that's stupidity. Because <laughs> I don't care if you purple with green stripes. If I need a heart and you got one to give it to me, give it here. I would question the purple with green stripes is you, you know what I'm saying? What kind of... <laughs> I don't care. You don't even have to be from this planet. If your heart will go in my chest and keep me alive, right. <laughs> give it here. It's... I don't know. It's just... <laughs> It's just insane. Like, I yeah. honestly think it's because we. So I was watching a, and I just cut you off. I'm so sorry. No, go ahead because I wasn't gonna say that. No, oh, I was watching um one of my homeboys um a podcast, and one of the topics was Black Wall Street. So you have this is where I'm lending to this whole like mental defect thing. You have this self-contained place that is, you know, um, they're thriving there, you know, and you sit there and you feel like you don't deserve this, you know, because you're not dependent on, because America knows the value of the black, of the black dollar, not so much black people, but the black dollar. <laughs> So it's like all of this self, you know, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Because words escape me. Um, Self-sustainability or whatever. Like we need that. So we need to destroy this so that you can spend these dollars with us because we know that this is what we need to drive our economy, you know? And so then you have the fear factor you have the the jealousy factor and then you have the greed factor all of these things combined is what destroyed black wall street now what destroyed black wall street was control because all of those if they things. Let us, if, no if they let us be self-sufficient they no longer have control over us it's all boiled to, to me it all boils down to having control because they don't want to deal with us they don't want to live next door to us they don't want to go to school with us they don't want to swim in the same pool with us they don't want to buy, uh, buy buy from us but when we go off and we build our own communities which we have yeah. done several times several they times. either burned them down or blew them up so or drown them like Lanier in georgia it, it, it's all about control. They lose, about <laughs> they lose control if we become self-sufficient, which we can do. Oh. And we've done many times. But every time we do, they lose control and they panic. Because but I don't I'm know, I don't know what they think the we're doing. And the fear. I'm still sticking with the jealousy. I still think the we fear. need to give I still think we need to separate them from our own places, and that's my opinion. I don't necessarily agree with that because i would miss some things you'll miss your white friends probably <laughs> i would miss chinese food i would miss we got chinese tacos. food so no. chinese i mean we got tacos come on we can make tacos no but i mean <laughs> why would you make tacos you want to be separate why would you make tacos because tacos are good you have a restaurant i know but it was it, but it's a, a, a contribution that was made by another ethnic ethnicity another yeah, race we could thank them and we have our own taco place. I mean, <laughs> you buy Taco Bell, that ain't authentic tacos. They ain't authentic no, tacos. but I mean, in terms of like, there's certain, I mean, I, I, I personally think that we need to be, you know, a melting pot or whatever. That's just my opinion. But at the same time, I also believe that, you know, there needs to be unity, you know, 
I would miss sushi, which we're me and somebody supposed to be going to get some sushi, but you know, whatever. Blah blah blah. Blah, blah, blah. We've been trying to do this melting pot and trying to coexist and try to love and love one another for but the but, but the missing thing is that we don't we don't have unity. I still believe that we need to have unity. We need to think about us first, but I'm saying we need to think about everybody. We just need to give a little bit extra and care to problem. us. And that's the problem. We all been thinking about everybody, where everybody thinking about themselves, and we've been trying mm -hmm. to help out everybody else while we still lagging behind. That's the problem. But we need to give ourselves a little bit more extra love and attention or whatever. But I think that there needs to be, a, a, I don't know if the word, if the proper uh, context is like cohesion within <laughs> um, ourselves and with everybody else. But we need to think in terms of how other people think like i want to be included with everybody but i'm going to always look out for my own first okay. that's just my opinion see we we constantly think like that but they still have sundown towns they're yeah. still you know what i'm saying places where they like hey you be out of here by 5 p.m or we gonna kill you plain and simple but i don't want to go to those places and i don't want those people to be in Those my utopia, our majority. I mean, that's why we need to get away from them. They're they're there, they're here. I'm pretty well, sure a lot of towns would like to be sundown towns if they really want to. I would like to think that if we could equalize the justice system and the banking system, oh my gosh, either they treat us like they treat themselves. Or they treat themselves like they treat us. Those should be the one. Pick one of those rules, because if you pick one of those rules, whichever one you pick will give us a decision. Because if that'll you be too much to, like right. Exactly. Exactly. But dividing ourselves is not going to benefit anyone because no. I, I I understand Michi's point is as far as we need to focus on ourselves and. Mm -hmm lift ourselves up and worrying about everybody else or trying to be all inclusive i get that point 100 but we're that goes against the wrong people that's pointed at other ethnicities hispanics asians when them those aren't the people that are doing this it's oh but they add to it though they're okay, adding to it okay, because they okay. definitely they definitely but we add to it too. We add to it too because but, we can stop clowning too. But what I mean is, I think that if we focused on us first, we would be a lot stronger to deal with other people and we could all be, you know, but we need to focus on us first. See, we do too. Like I said, we too be trying to help other people. They have their own mm -hmm. sides of town where you're not going up in there or you're going to, they, they're going to tell you to leave. They have their own sides of town also. And like we our own side of town, we all open. Everybody come over, you know, but I think we're too fractured. I think I think we're too fractured. They did too good of a job of pitting us against one another. But because... that's where the healing comes from in the unity. Yeah, yeah. stepping away from but, that, stepping away and healing ourselves. But every maybe time one day we, we can let y'all come in, but right now we need to work on ourselves and get this get this right. But every time we step away and we start trying to do that community building and we we get it get a momentum going, you got the little backsliders that run back and say you can get them doing this, you can get them doing that, you can, and then that's the where the unity falls. comes in. 
but the, but that's we don't unite. We fall apart at that point because you know either Coons. whatever we're trying to do gets <laughs> gets infiltrated or whatever, or mm-hmm. you know, or we just start distrusting one another, and and then we st- it it just causes we need the to heal. Th- but that's what I mean. We need to heal that, like because now what we need to do is take them out back and tell them to shut their mouth. No, no, do more than or, t- do more than talk to them. Or but you know, right, you realize that. Every major black organization had undercover agents in it. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's, that's what Kinshaw just said. That's what that's what Kinshaw just said. Those are the this, ones. They need to be like, how do you screen them? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you don't, you can't never tell what's in somebody's heart. Like when Malcolm X was killed, the one guy who ran to his side and helped him out, tried to help him out, you know, resuscitated, was an FBI agent. That's absolutely crazy. And then you say you don't you want to leave all of them alone. Like sometimes you need them. Need who? Them. The coons? You don't need them <laughs> Not coons? the coons. But see, I think Malcolm X knew, you know, that I think Martin Luther King was a little bit less knowledgeable about the people that were surrounding him. I think Malcolm because X he wanted knew. to be. There's a lot of conspiracies about that day that he got shot about what was going on. So <laughs> this is so delicious. I don't, I, I don't know. I can't speak glass, to it. What you say? What? What'd you say, Ken Shark? I said I, I really don't know. I can't speak to it. I haven't read that much into it, but I know that Malcolm X knew his people, and I think he knew that there were people that had infiltrated his organization and he let them stay there and fed them the information he wanted them to have. But I don't know that for sure because I haven't done like an in-depth dive on him. I just, you know, touched him here and there. There was no way, there was no way he couldn't have known because he was being influenced in, you know, it was people from the FBI. It was people from the nation of Islam that were also, you know, watching him. So he knew that he was being watched the FBI had tons of tape on him and pictures of him that like this ridiculous amount of stuff, you know, wired phone taps and everything. So he knew that it was all around him, but he just kept going. You know, he couldn't stop. He people needed him. Just but like then Martin you came. Just like Martin Luther he knew that people were around him, couldn't be trusted the most, but he had to keep going. But I think for I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, for for Malcolm X, I just think that, and um, and this is my own personal opinion, whatever. Um, in terms of like you know, like street dudes or whatever that do stuff like that. Even when you try to turn your life around, you still have those instincts. So you know, you know what I'm saying. You know how to spot a snake. You know how to spot. You know what I'm saying. Nine times out of ten, you know how to spot an undercover. You know how to spot uh, just snake. You know what I'm saying? Snake as dudes, you, you know how to spot that stuff. So it's like, I think that to lend to what Ken Shack was saying, or not to lend to it, but to piggyback off of it or whatever, in terms of just knowing that something was going to happen. But I think he maybe reconciled with himself that if that's how it was going to be, that's how it was going to be. But be, until I leave, I'm going to try to you know, reach as many people as I can before I leave because ultimately I'm going to leave. But I just want to touch as many people as I can prior to that. But even if you get a movement going, everybody doesn't have that same instinct. 
So they may try to bring somebody in that they don't recognize could be detrimental to what you're trying to build. Like, I love my daughter with all my heart, but she wouldn't know an undercover if he walked up and slapped her and showed her his ID. So, <laughs> so she may try to bring somebody in and be like, this is my friend so-and-so. Mm -hmm. And she wouldn't recognize that she's bringing a snake in and you may lose her because yeah. she feel like, oh, well, they just turned against my friend, even though we recognize that your friend is not beneficial. But that's how they yeah. do it. They find they find a weak link mm -hmm. and say, right. okay, get, get in with this person, get close, and then we're going to... But know. when you try to cut the weak link loose, then they turn on your organization and they say, oh, they, they kicked me out because I tried to bring a friend of mine in. When they don't, they don't want to listen and get the, the understanding as to why we did what we did. That person was not beneficial to you or our organization. They don't want to hear that. They Oh, they tried to indoctrinate me. They tried to tell me this. You know, the thing and, is, you, you can't save everybody, so everybody can't yeah. go. Yeah, but how many we got to lose? We lose, hey. hey the ones we'll that. More. <laughs> hey, you can't save everybody. What did, what did Harriet <laughs> say? Armanita said, Miss Armanita said, uh, you know what I could have saved more people except they, they didn't know they're slaves. <laughs> they realized they were slaves. I could have saved a lot more. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize it. They think you we got it good here. Do you realize yeah. when Dr. when Dr. King was marching that they did a survey and they said that black people have it good here and they shouldn't be marching? Like how bad it was back then they thought we had it good. Like yo, that tells you that is but no that's conditioning what. though. Like and I think that once you once you start the healing process and once you start unlearning those conditions or whatever, I think that, you know, you have a stronger place to stand, but, and, and goes back to the whole free more people. If they knew they were like, sometimes it might take a deep, deep cleanse and a deep deconditioning because a lot of times we are so, I know me personally, like myself, there are, I speak often about my healing journey or whatever. And it's like, there's a lot of stuff and you, and you take stock and you think about certain things. And it's like, the more you think you going forward, the more stuff you have to peel back and, and unpack because it goes deep. It goes deep. And I think that that could be said for like, uh, you know, racial uh, healing and like, there it, it's so deep that you have to you, it's a lot to unpack a lot well the, i agree there's a lot to unpack but i also wonder why because people come at unity different ways i'm not going to no protests i'm not going to do no marching but i will support your business i will you know buy your food i'll shop at your stores i'll bank at your bank i'll do all that but i'm not the i'm not the community type don't ask me to come to no meetings because i'm not coming but if you say we need you to do these things support these businesses i can do that i will do that but i get judged by other people that are for the community because i'm not in the community out there in the streets i'm still doing my part I'm spending my dollars where I'm supposed to be spending my dollars. So why am I not supporting the cause you, as much as the next person? I'm going to tell you this. As far as being in Madison, 
a lot of people who be in the streets and marching are also the same people who be the people who be undercover and return on you. So I don't trust a lot of them. I'm just going to put that out there. And I agree with you 100%. You just got to, you just got to listen to the way they act and listen to the way they talk. And I can name a couple. I'm not going to put nobody on blast on the, on the show today. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> I'm not either. But, Please don't. but it's, it's like you said, the way they talk. The things yeah. they say, the way they move, the way they move, yes. They photo ops, you, you know, yeah. I, <laughs> or just I, I, cut I, the I photo off and they just ops, but yeah. right. And so they, you know, quick, I don't like the way you're moving. Ops. But if you say support this business, I can go support that business and still be doing my part because that's doing my that's actually doing something. I'm supporting a black owned business, but you know, and I get you. I feel you one hundred percent. The way they move, I'm I don't going like to the march. way they I'm talk. going to protest. I'm doing all. Nah, I'm spending they, dollars when they want to do but, a real when they want to do a real march. Then I'll be there. I'm not doing no. Like, I mean, not just the, marching like that. We, no, we I'm saying you have to be smart about it because I mean, like, so one of my homeboys said something, and I agree with him, and then I I side eye him at the same time because he said. And I'm paraphrasing because I can't say it verbatim. He said basically, our demographic, I mean, as far as our our age group or whatever, of black Americans, nine times out of ten, we will not be the ones that make the change. It has to be the younger generation. And they need to get it together because that's who we need to fight this fight. Because you have our age group, we have mortgages. We have card notes. We have 401ks. We don't want to lose these things or whatever. So we are trying to fight the fight, but we're trying to do it smarter. As far as the whole revolution, uh, the revolution won't be televised. Like that is left to the younger generation because they don't have as much as we have to lose. You know, a lot of us have families to support. So if we lose our job or whatever, where does that leave us? So we're, we're not going to be of much service because we are uh we're going to be destitute we you know because a lot of times we don't have the the income or the savings that we can you know lose a job that we've been at 20 years and get another job that you know so then we start breaking into or going into our 401k we start going into some of those things and a lot of us don't have the savings in terms of uh six months a year worth of savings that we can live off of while we figure some other stuff out like a lot of these people who get in trouble of the other demographic or whatever as soon as they get in trouble for saying some dumb shit on twitter they lose their job there's somebody there to give them another job nine times out of ten generational wealth and not not so much the generational wealth there's people who align with your beliefs and they are willing to offer you a job because you lose your job at ibm because you made a racist tweet then you have those people who align with that whole ideology they're in a position to give you a job so they do you know but if i lose my job because i said some things not stupid racist shit but i mean if i made a stand like like colin you know he made a stand and he lost his whole football uh contract you know like there's nobody offered him another position to coach to play to do whatever you know that's one of the advantages that some of those people have is that you lose your job because you are racist and then you have another racist that's willing to offer you a job 
But Nike picked him up. Not for any that, good reason. That was any a, good but, reason. But there was a while that happened before. I mean, there was a while of time that happened before that happened. But Nike didn't pick him up. Nike did pick him up, so he did get another job. But Nike didn't pick him up for the right reason. Nike picked him up because they know who's spending money. With them. Because when they all these people went on, they ran about, they was burning their Nikes and they never buying Nike again. Nike stock mm-hmm. went up. Yeah, and they, you know it wasn't because of them. You know, yeah, they, but they hired yeah. they hired Captain was donated to the Trump elections at the same time. So <laughs> that's, that's, I, I, I said, said it wasn't for a good reason. <laughs> but I mean, they they are about Nike is about making money. But we live in a still, capitalistic society. I mean, everything is is driven by money. It's driven by power. It's driven by money. It's you know that's just the nature I, of the beast. I would say more driven by power because people are not the ones driving things. Corporations are the ones oh. that are driving things. And Nike is a corporation. So the people at the tops of those corporations. But that's because they have the money to throw around. But corporations are the ones that, that drive legislation. They drive Because they have money to throw at because they have money to throw at these things like nope money talks no they buy senators that's what they do with money money. but not a lot it's these are billionaires we're talking about and they they buying these people for a couple million dollars if you look into some of these some of it is is they know where the where the body's buried sometimes it's sometimes it's less than that i mean yeah yeah it's ridiculous, but that's neither here nor there. Because I know you hate, to- I know you hate politics, Rod. So I'm gonna just step on off that soapbox. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. I mean, and a lot of times it is knowing, like I said, knowing where the bodies buried. Like you, you go and you do certain things with people just so that you can have that peace, that bargaining chip. Yeah, I got that around my friends. I can't. I can't. He something is wrong with him. No, he thinks he's got dirt on him. No, something is wrong with him. I think I do. Something is wrong with him. If yeah. You, if you're if you're close to me and hang out with me, I have dirt on you because like you got dirt on me. We gotta have dirt on each other to make a true friendship. Say that. So you're not truly my friend because I don't have any dirt on you, and I hope I really don't think you got any dirt on me. You got dirt on me. I got dirt on you. We good. No need to talk about it right now, but we have dirt on each other. Okay, I'll I have, have to think about that one. But I have dirt on Lucky Lady, so he knows and she just lives. I, I don't say I, I just don't say what did you see me and, and I have dirt on like that, but you know that but that's smart though. Okay. Let's let's get into that. Uh angle it, not getting into specifics, but I personally think that that is smart because it's better to have dirt on each other than to you have dirt on me and I have none on you. We don't have a mutual understanding or we don't have we're not evenly yoked because you could destroy me, but I'm sitting here and no, I need to know some shit about you too. And I'll never use it against somebody, but just know I have it. I'm, I, have I'm, I wouldn't use it either, but like that's why I have trust issues. <laughs> why have dirt if you're not gonna use it? 
because sometimes you you don't know what the other you don't know what another person's intent is you don't know what another person's like how they move it's an insurance policy it's an insurance policy you have insurance on your car you don't plan on getting into an accident but if you do, you I want only that have insurance, insurance on my car because the police tell me I have to. If I didn't have to, I wouldn't. <laughs> but I don't have to have dirt. On my, I feel like you. I feel well, dirty okay, now. Okay. It's like okay. it's not really what dirt, dirt do just, you have on me? Not, I don't understand not, okay, okay, this. I don't okay, feel like not. I have let's, that mentality. Let's change the wording. Let's change the wording. Not, let's call it. Let's, don't call it dirt. Just say. I know things about you that not many people know. You know things about me that not not many people know. Right. We know each other on a deeper level. Right, and that's what breaks the friendship tight. You know secrets about me. I know secrets about you. That's well, why I, I, mean, I, I have trust. Even issues. if you use the word dirt, I'm, I'm still comfortable with that because I I believe that I'm I'm a realist. I am a realist. I'm like that's why I don't have a lot of guy friends because they I know that guys try to get your girl behind your back and do stuff like that, especially in this I area. Don't give a hell about none of that. Oh, they'll. I have guy friends who lied on me. Ain't no fun like, if the homie can't have. Oh, my bad. But then, like, so, <laughs> like, like, I, I only trust, I only really trust people in a fraternity. Mm-hmm. Y'all business. got dirt on each other. Oh, we know what <laughs> I know. What you we obligated to each other in a way. So, if you break that obligation, I can call you to the meeting. Like, look, give me five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Give me five minutes, cause you know what I'm saying. Cause but this it, dude did this. He he broke he broke the code and. Well, I mean, I, but I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm standing on that side. You know, I really don't like to agree with you, but like I. You don't yeah. like to agree with me? No, not at all. <laughs> but I, but I'm there because I I have that same mentality too. Like I mean, I I subscribe to that. Like if I trust you, trust you, it, it digs a lot. I mean. Not so much a lot, but it just yeah. we need to, to. I need to learn about you in order to trust you. It's that whole, you know, spit in the hand and slicing. We we blood brothers. We yeah. I mean, I just those are the people that I trust. Trust. You know what I'm saying? Like I, yeah. Trust no one. <laughs> no, you can trust. Yeah, if 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 I got dirt on you and you got dirt on me, I can trust you because I know you don't want what I know to be known and I know that I don't want what you know to be known so there's a mutual understanding and respect and loyalty to each other so I I do have the concept correct whether you call it dirt or personal there are things that are embarrassing about me but can I ask you honestly Roz who would you tell because I don't really know that many people that's not, it's not about it's not about telling. <laughs> I don't plan but, on telling anything. It's just that I know this about you, and don't act funny toward me because you know what I know. <laughs> don't ever act funny toward me because you know I know. I won't ever act funny towards you because you you know what you know. Yeah. I I okay. Okay. I I'll just let it go. That's yeah. <laughs> that's a off. No, that's a good topic though. I mean, it is. How much trust do you have in your friends? But then you know what? what, (laughs) But you know what's a dangerous thing is a person who or a person whom um, 
don't care. Like when they really do not care. I try not to associate with those type of people. Oh yeah, people just don't care at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I try not to because if you don't have shit to lose, you don't have a problem with helping me lose what I have. I, I don't, I don't have any for those types of people. I try not to associate with those types of people. I need somebody who got some shit that they could possibly lose. Because I know that if they do, then they conduct themselves in a certain type of manner. But that's just me personally. What are you about to say, Kinshock? I think I just got it. I think I I think I just got it. Because okay. I just thought about the one thing that you know about me. <laughs> one thing? Okay. I, I'm giving you... Look, mute I just me got, for I, a second. I got the concept, so okay. What'd you say? Mute me. You can mute. There you go. She's probably gonna go pee or something. I got. I finally her. got the concept. I, I I get it. But okay, you get it. I get the concept of knowing things about the other person, but I don't understand why that would. I mean, who would you like? How would you use that information against me? I wouldn't. I'm not, hold on. I'll be right back. Also. Well, this is awkward. <laughs> so he's going to sit there in silence as I walk away. But here's the thing, though. I don't plan on using it against you, as I said. I, I did say, well, this is awkward. <laughs> I didn't say I was going to tell anybody. But I need to know that I just I don't need to know about I would like to know that I know stuff about you that nobody else knows. It's hard to explain. Like I just gotta I gotta know stuff that I could trust you with my information, and you could I could trust you with, you could trust me with your information because somebody a former friend, well yeah a former friend that we both have, I have a lot of dirt on him. He has some dirt on me. I'm not gonna ever tell anybody. He's not gonna hope he doesn't tell anybody our dirt, but you know that's just the way it is. I I just don't. I I, I guess I know things about people that could possibly embarrass them, but it never would occur to me that I needed that information because I always thought that my friends it's, it's not I about it's, it's not about needing it's, it's just knowing insurance like it's just knowing you just, that. insurance against what if that person ever comes out their bag like just on some just disrespectful <clears throat> like you you know that y'all have history y'all have shared experiences whatever the case may be and if that person ever tries to betray that bond or that understanding or that whatever you know that y'all gonna all be embarrassed in this bitch we gonna all like we gonna all just be embarrassed i'm serious i'm sorry that might be wrong but that's just how i think like if you try to embarrass me bitch you gonna be embarrassed too i want to know the real i don't want to know the the person that you put out there for everybody i want to know the real you like did you steal from people? Did you steal from your mom? You know that type of. You know, I, I want to know. I want. I don't want to know the fake you that you. I don't know what. I don't want to know the work 
person you. I'm one of the person <laughs> who used to sell, you know, fake rocks to dope fiends. You know what I'm saying? That's all to tell me that type of stuff. I want to know the crazy stuff. I want to know the crazy stuff about you. I don't need to but, know about it. It's good to know. But the thing that I will say about you, sir, is you go and you get information. Not necessarily that people give you. You go find the information. No, you give it to me. I no. I didn't go find information about you. It just fell in my lap. Like, oh, look what I found out. No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, you go find information. Like, generally, the information that I have is what people tell me. Because I'm, I look so angelic and trusting and so, you know, so people tell me things. And then I just... We had this conversation a couple weeks back, a month back or whatever, and I said, I just foul it. I just foul it under, I hope I never need to use it. Like, I, 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 I don't, don't want to use it, but. I, I just don't think about it. I, I mean, given my position at my job, people say things in front of me that they wouldn't say in front of other people because they consider me not, imp not important. You know, because I'm not an instructor, I I'm not a vice too. president. I love that too. But I oh, never yeah. just file that information away and say, I I, I'll save this for a rainy day. I, I immediately try to go find a friend and be like, let me tell you what I just heard. Yeah. See, no, you can't see, you can't tell it. You can't but, tell it. You got to hold it. No, you got no. to hold, hold it. I only tell it to somebody I know won't tell it. No, but you told. You can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. You got to hold it's it. It's never anything important enough that. Or at least I don't consider it important wow. enough that it would be but, embarrassing and, and, or life changing to this person. And that's about the thing. Sometimes people, sometimes people say stuff, and like, especially like amongst amongst black people, like a lot of times we will. I kind of agree with it, and I kind of don't agree with it. Like when people say, "I don't fuck with people who fuck with people that I don't fuck with," right? So the so the the from what I gather the premise behind that is like you sitting there and you might tell somebody something y'all having a conversation and it might seem trivial or whatever but to that other person it's not so trivial right so people that you don't know or that you don't fuck with have information about you and the place that they got it from is somebody that you you know, mess with. But I also believe that I'm not going to have borrowed offense, right? Meaning that you can't make me dislike somebody because you dislike them. That person ain't never did nothing to me. Until that person does something to me, I'm going to, you know, we're not going to be besties or whatever nine times out of 10, but I'm not going to live off borrowed offense. I'm not going to dislike somebody because you don't dislike them just because me and you like each other. But I'm I not keep... going to sit around and discuss you with that person. And I'm not going to sit around and discuss that person with you. But I get what you're saying. Like, if I went and told this person something, I know the people it's going to trickle down to because I know people can't, people, people in general can't hold water. If I tell you, you something, you wouldn't tell somebody. But that's, that's only if I think it's worth telling. <laughs> I hear lots of things that I don't tell anybody. But I, if I pass on information, I know where it's going to 
flow too. So there are people that I talk to that I like you said, however you said it, I can't repeat it. It gave me a headache when you said it. <laughs> but I don't they associate with people that I don't associate with because I don't like the way they move. Mm-hmm. But I don't judge this person for associating with them. But I know if I tell this person something, it's going to flow to those people because I don't like that. That's just I don't like that. So that's that causes me to filter the information that I give to that particular person. But I I never just hear something and say, Oh, I'm gonna tuck that away for a rainy day. My my brain just don't work that way. It it just doesn't. I don't like filtering myself. So if I'm with somebody, we hanging out, I'm just talking. I don't want to have to filter myself. So why you, you know, if you go back and tell somebody asked them, I said, you'll never hear anything else from me again. It'd be highs and buys and you know what I'm saying? But I'm a private person. So if I tell you something in private, you got to hold that. But see, I, on the other hand, me, I, I tell all kinds of stuff like, uh, <laughs> funny story. So yesterday I woke up and I mean, everybody woke up that's still here, but so I um, tried to buy me a soda on my lunch. I mean, on my break at work or whatever, uh, a and a soda, and um, my card declined at the vending machine. So I checked my account. My account was like a hundred thousand dollars in in um, overdrawn, right? This is just going to. I tell people stuff because I don't care, like you know, whatever. So I, you know, I called the bank or whatever, and I know exactly how it happened, but it, I was just appalled that the bank would let, would authorize that. Yeah, I've, why would never, they let, why? I've never had $100,000 in my account, right. like ever at one time. You know what I'm saying? Why would you authorize that payment or whatever? You know, I got to straighten out today after I talked to seven people and had to use some $5 words or whatever, but like, this shit is not in terms of like life or whatever. Like I don't, if I tell you shit about me, you can't use shit to embarrass me. Right. Right. And I know that's like contradiction too. Cause, but there is like some other stuff. I'm going to be honest. There is some other stuff that I probably wouldn't want people to know or whatever. And those are the types of things that me and other people share or whatever, but as a whole, and I'm telling my secrets cause this wrong i tell people stuff because i'm like if you think that i tell you stuff or whatever you would think that you know there's nothing that i have that you can use against me but whatever okay i'm gonna shut up because yeah didn't want to tell that but eventually it comes out shit it always comes out eventually yeah i'm talking about from my lips (laughs) like because i definitely never wanted to tell anybody what i just said like if i make whatever Okay. That's well, I thought I misheard drink. it, so <laughs> that's why people shouldn't drink because you steady drinking more. Well, we gonna <laughs> don't end it right there. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for watching. Like I said, keep sharing it, keep posting, keep reposting, you know, keep commenting, keep all that good stuff. We're building on, we build on to the podcast. Thank you very much for all the love. We love y'all right back. Any last words y'all want to give? I don't want to give them, but if you take them, then whatever. Okay, you just talk. About it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm Thank joking. y'all again. Hey, comment. Let me know your secrets. So I, I can have dirt on YouTube. Um, right. All that good stuff. 
not going to hold y'all. We are out. Have a good one.